0: From 23DB Production
1: Studios in the Garden State, New Jersey, this is The Art of Music Tech with your hosts, Fayla and Dennis. Let's go, let's go, let's go, and welcome to the Art of Music Tech podcast. I'm your host, Fayla, and over there,
0: Dennis. Hi, everybody. Dennis. <laughs> Frank. Welcome
2: back. And,
1: and we're here with the one and only Frank David Green. <laughs> How are you? How are you all doing? <laughs> part 2. Um yes, we're here with part 2 of this particular podcast. Um uh, please listen to one cuz he just laid down his background and um the bands he's with are just legendary and the people he's worked with and the Letterman show just some fantastic Toward stuff. The world Toward the in world in his 20s. Lead <laughs> trumpet player um, on just a bunch of fantastic uh, stuff. So uh, check him out musically. But also check out his latest book, <laughs> which is really good because I just finished it. Uh, I knew that. 116 thoughts that you already know that will change your life. yes. Yes, the guide mm-hmm. to success. <laughs> Frank, what, so. what, what made you uh, make, do this book?
2: You know, it's ironic you would ask that because um, it's, it's just, maybe it's a labor of love of sorts maybe, but I know that what's happened even in my family where, you know, I've seen students that will come to me, you know, after I've been in town a few years, students will come to me when they're just out of school and, and two or three, four years out of school <laughs> and they'll say, I'm not working. I went to school for for jazz, or I went to school for classical player. I went to school to do X, Y, Z, and I'm just not working. And and they kind of, you know, people find out what you've been doing or what you're doing, and and they see what you're doing, and they feel like, hey, you might be a lightning rod. You might know, because, you know, you moved here and you start working right away. Why why is this not happening for me? Mm -hmm. And so more and more people started coming to me, and more people that I could actually talk to about it. And so I decided just to write something down that might be able to help people even before they get themselves in that situation and for sure once they are in that situation. So that's kind of why I decided to write this book.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. Even if you're in the situation, this helps you get should out, you of, get the out of the situation. help you get out of the situation, yeah. Yep. Definitely. Um, it, it's all the great tips to leading a su- successful career and life. Um, Hopefully, Yes, <laughs> definitely. Um, the, the tips in here are, are just fantastic. Um,
0: All right, let's hear a couple the, quotes.
1: The, yeah, oh, yeah, I got the yeah, um, the thirty thousand dollar coffee degree. Yeah, that, yeah, <laughs> like right, that. exactly.
2: Yeah. Or, or or more, right? Or more 30000 dollar coffee degree. Oh yeah,
1: right. oh yeah. Um, which basically is you know you go to this expensive school and then you're still working at Starbucks. It, and it, it happens. All that will actually more often than not. Well,
2: because you have to ask yourself when you're when you're walking around the t- walking around town, especially if you live in a place like New York where it's very walkable, mm-hmm. and you look at different jobs and you ask yourself, is that that person's dream job to like clean the tray table? Or to like make us a latte—is this their dream job? And if it is, that's fantastic. But you probably guess it's not someone's dream job to like sell you popcorn at the movie theater. Hey, when I get older, man, I'm gonna sell popcorn at the theater. You know, it's probably not there. So somewhere along the way, they've they've had to defer, they've taken us, they've gotten sidetracked from their from their main goal. And I'm around people like Tom Tom Bones Malone, Mm -hmm. who are the quite opposite of that, quite the opposite. And so. I thought I thought how can I find a way to help people to get back on that track of getting to do what they want to do versus having to settle for something they don't want to do
0: yeah yeah uh, do you think uh, do you think they were on the track like five years ago before they started popcorn a popcorn or you know it's funny is that
2: I was just at, at North Texas and I was giving a talk there and um one of the things I like to do is you have a student that's one they say they don't want to know they don't know what they want to do and I always call b s on that and so what I had him do is I said to him. I asked him how long he's been in school. He said, six years. And he still doesn't know what he So I said, okay, put it aside. Just tell me what a really good day sounds like for, for you. And so, like, where, where do you live? And he says, where he lives. I said, what's the weather like? He says, what well, the weather is like. And you get him into a rhythm. And so... um you know, what is your, What you have a house? Yeah. What does it look like? You have a dog? Yeah, great. And then um, I said, you play the trumpet? Yeah, I play the trumpet. What does that look like? And he's in the rhythm already, like we talked before about the hop stop. Mm-hmm. Um, if, any, well, if anyone doesn't know, we'll do that in a second. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so he's in the rhythm and he and he describes to me what he wants to do on the trumpet without even realizing he's just described to me exactly what, what he, he wants wanted. to do. <laughs> And mm-hmm. so the audience is now laughing because here mm-hmm. just just a minute ago he said I have no idea what I want to do for six years and now he just proved that he does know what he wants to do. So that it's not the not knowing what they want to do. It's it's understanding a game plan that is effective. And so if, if you if you read the book, you'll see there's several places that say guesses make messes. Oh yes. And so most what I discover is most students, their game plan is so guess oriented that it's not really a shock that that they don't wind up getting where they want to go because we talked about the GPS thing, right? Mm-hmm. people will use the GPS to go from here to the mall, right? They'll use the GPS to drive from, from where they live to Disney World, right? Oh, yeah. With their phone or their car GPS or some version of that, even like, ter- even drops the volume of the radio down to tell you to turn <laughs> left, right? I mean, it, they really depend on the GPS to get from point A to point B. But the crazy part is students, when it comes to get from, getting from point A to point B in their career, They take the GPS and they throw it out the window and they just guess.
1: Go by feeling. I mean, they they would never even (laughs) guess about
2: how to drive to the mall, but they're guessing about their career and it made no sense to me. And so what I realized is that the problem isn't really that it's not aptitude, it's not skill, it's not desire. It's just for some reason, like when we were were kids, everything we do well, someone taught us to do. You know, we didn't teach ourselves to tie our shoes. Someone taught us. You know how to cook, how to iron, how to clean, how to vacuum. Someone else taught us to do those things, right? Mm-hmm. But then, for some reason, when we turn sixteen or 17 or about to go to college. We start thinking that we can do it. We don't need mentors. Our parents are mentors for us: how to spell, how to how to clean our how to clean our our room. They, our parents, were our mentor for us to do it. But then, as soon as we get a little older, we got this now. You know, I'm sixteen. I, I know how the world works. And it's not surprising to me that you know students come out of school after paying all that money and they're not doing what they want to do, because they stop using valuable mentors that are that are uh, really crucial to this whole this whole this whole thing.
0: Mm-hmm. So, do you think environment is uh, crucial? Is it important? Like, you, I mean, your parents and your teens when you're uh, growing up, and uh, then you go to school, uh, you're in certain environment, but you're not progressing right you're not maybe you're getting better but you you're lost at the same time
2: well I guess you know like I said earlier I, I'm a I'm always been a pretty pragmatic person and so it makes sense to me to get the best information I can as quickly as I can and the, to me the person that would know that was what I was in the book called TPK people who've proven they know no. people yeah. that have proven they know <laughs> so it's like if you want to if you want to learn how to get a bunch of gold medals then you go ask Michael Phelps you don't ask your guy down the street at the local pool because there's another. In,
0: even though he's talking like he knows what he's. They doing, always right? talk like they know. <laughs> yeah. You know,
2: and so that's the crazy part. And so that's how you can that's how you can figure out who knows and doesn't who to talk to, who not to talk to, is go straight to TPK. So if you go to TPK, those who have proven they know, and you say, "What am I doing wrong?" Tell me, I'll get, I'll go to work. I don't, I don't care if I have to do 20 push-ups, a sit up, and eat raw eggs, because my goal is to go from where I am to where I want to be. Mm-hmm. And if you go to TPK and you have enough TPK people as mentors, you start to see real commonalities in the things that they say and the things that they've had to do. You know, I'll say one last thing: is I tell my students, you know, ask them what you should do, but it's and then you ask them what they did, because it's almost more important what they did than what they tell you to do. So I tell them two parts: what they did and what part one part what they tell you to do, because what they tell you to do is what they've learned from their mistakes, but some of those mistakes are why they got. To the place that they are, so it's kind of important to know what they did as well as what they tell you you should do. You know what I mean, all right, yeah, it makes sense.
1: Uh, yeah, uh, you use that in the in from the the first half of the podcast with um, practicing near the top yeah. uh, classical trumpet player, yeah. you know, in, in school. So, yeah. I mean, you, you're like, okay, he's definitely proven to know. Oh, for sure. So yeah, you, hear classical, <laughs> you
2: hear classical players that are professional players, and he sounds just like that. Uh-huh. Well, it's not at Rocket Science. You know? yeah. It's like, you know, it's, this guy knows what he's doing at TPK, yeah.
1: you know. Oh, yeah. Right I mean, and, and that that's um, the same here. I mean, in the audio world, it was, I got with engineers who, were out there doing what I wanted to do at mm-hmm. the time and it was yeah. like what are you guys doing uh, yeah. I you know I, I hung around those cats and it I, makes
2: a huge difference isn't it because oh, yeah you know, when when students I was at I was at the school and one student said this book would be really good for your career and I said not to be funny I said but how do you know you're you're both 17 I mean, how, do, <laughs> yeah, how do you know no. <laughs> you guys have logged exactly zero hours in the field you know yeah but you know, yeah, p- but p- guesses make messes. That's in the yeah. book. You know, oh yeah,
1: were a few times actually. It was great because that time running. Well,
2: it's kind of true though, right? And guesses <laughs> oh, yeah. make messes, and the crazy part is that we we do a lot of things that we do well because we had really good mentors, and then we start guessing. and We wonder why things come off the rails, like we were talking about. It's like, we're, we're, was it a lack of aptitude? It's not a lack of aptitude. It's not a lack of desire. It's just a lack of st- of the stopping of the guessing. Yeah, you know I mean, mm-hmm. and and get and get get back on the idea that. You know, in life, we do better with, with mentors and because we also, another thing happens is that you want up forming relationships. In some cases, very powerful relationships with the very oh, people yeah. that help you in the next level, levels of life. They remember when you first came to them and, you know, 15, 20 years later, you know, you're, you're, now you're kind of, you're on a peer group with them. Mm-hmm. And so well, it's and kind of proved
0: perfect. that you're worth something, right?
2: Right. And yeah. it's like the same thing we talked about. You know, it's like students come to me and they say, hey, you know, gimme, gimme, gimme. It's like, I don't know you. You know, it's like I had a student who wanted to be at work in Chicago. And uh, so I said, here's what you're going to do. Um, he had two more years left of school. I said, you're going to call this person. I don't know if I should say his name on the on a broadcast. But um, all roads in Chicago for the work he wanted to do led to this person. And luckily, I knew that person. I said, you're going to call this person. And you're going to take lessons from this person. And you're going to be friends with this person. So over the next two years, here's what you're going to do. You're going to say, yes, sir. No, sir. Nice shoes, sir. Can I paint your house, sir? Can I mow your lawn, sir? Because he has the keys to the kingdom, and he does not need to share them with you. Yep. He's done what he has to take. He doesn't need what it takes. He does. He's done what he has to do to get to the point where he has those keys, because he didn't have them either. He wasn't born with them. He had to do his version of that to to prove to himself that he could be trusted with the keys. So, this guy's not going to give you the keys just because you asked for him, hey, can just I drive because. your You know what I mean? Just because I'm a really cool, just, you know, trust me, can I borrow your car? Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so, you know, so trust. So, after two years of taking lessons and practicing when he gave him, the guy moves to Chicago. And I have guys that have been in Chicago for years calling me up saying, who is this kid and why is he playing first trumpet <laughs> over us? We spent two years forming a great relationship mm-hmm. with a very pivotal person, proving that he could be trusted and he would do the work. Mm hmm.
0: Most importantly, do the work and be willing to progress and learn. And
2: And that's the thing. I think people think that things are supposed to just happen automatically. But in reality, the very people that want those things don't trust other people. You know, if, if if a kid that wants to work out of school says, you know, someone comes up and says, "Hey, can I stay in your house?" You, kid would go, "I don't know <laughs> I don't you." Know, yeah, exactly. they, but they but they think you know because we live in a crazy world of people. Are like, well, what I want is okay, but if you want that, it's not okay. okay. It's like, yeah. well, no, it's kind of the the same way both ways, you know.
1: Exactly, exactly. You gotta put, um, I guess. Some, it, it, I mean, there there is some creative energy in that yeah. as well. Mm. In, in, into if you don't, if you're like, I don't even know where to start. But oh my goodness, you, you yeah. got...
2: If you're already there, you're, it's not too late, but it's your little game, you know?
1: <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah, but forming relationships early and often hmm. and realizing what the TPK, mm-hmm. those who have proven to know, um, having the that in your life. Well, I, have a question, a con-
2: I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever noticed that sometimes the people, they know what they want to do, but they don't want to say what it is? <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? So they, they kind of... So they kind of play at it a little bit like, you know, they don't want to say what it is. It's like they haven't they haven't like a, been told it's okay for them to want it. Or yeah. they have been told that maybe they, that, they they don't want to hear that maybe they don't have an aptitude for it. Because exactly. if you don't have a fundamental aptitude for things, it's going to be really hard to be really successful at it. You have to have a fundamental attitude aptitude. But there's still a lot to learn even from a basic aptitude. But, you know, but even if they have that, they're just kind of, they kind of, and so they go years just kind of playing around versus just being okay with wanting to, to, I want to have my own landscaping business. You know what I mean? I want to have, you know, 55 trucks all over the city and I want to own this town for this business. So when they think of landscaping, they think of me. I mean, and yeah. so, but it's okay to say that. And if someone says, well, but everyone thinks I should be a politician, it's like, well, who cares? What do you want? You know, because mm-hmm. why don't you just do what you want? You know, because you'll be a miserable politician and maybe not a good one. So just be <laughs> yeah. a landscaping dude. You know, maybe after that you decide to do something else, but at least you understand the formula. Uh huh. You know, so then you get then you find out. Okay, who's like the main landscaping person in this town already? Uh huh. Or at least in, 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 a, in a neighboring town. You know, because a, a, the head landscaping guy in your town is probably not afraid of you as a twelve-year-old.
1: Exactly. So
2: if you go to him at twelve and you say, "Hey, I kind of want to be the head landscaping guy of like the town over from this one that you don't you don't exist in." Uh huh. You know, how do I do that? You know, they're, they'll probably give the keys of the kingdom a bit away to a twelve-year-old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. no, yeah. You yeah. get higher work for him. Uh, yeah. For yeah. <laughs> See, exactly. That, yeah. Exactly. And learn the business. Yeah,
1: get the blueprint over the years from him. I mean. But just being honest with yourself yeah. about
2: what you want is so huge. You know what I mean? Oh. Don't, don't worry about trying to impress your friends or whatever. Just, you know, just be honest with yourself and what really makes you resonate, what, what sounds like you'd want to do or what, what 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 do people ask you to do when they're picking, you know, sides for something? You know, what do, what do they call you first for? For chess? For advice? For, you know, hey, how do I paint my house? Whatever they call it. That's, you know, it's a pretty good chance you have a good aptitude at that.
1: Yeah. You know I mean? yeah, Wow yeah this, this is yeah all the stuff of all right i
0: have another one uh so uh we're talking about education right uh i mean you've learned a lot you figure out the way how to learn and how to play the instrument right you've toured the world so do you think for uh for even for the student that you you, you sent to chicago right do you think was it important for him to go to school to get an education and then go to chicago or Can you learn the craft yourself and then go through the same phase and get hired?
2: Yeah, that's a popular question. I I actually, I'm a big fan of uh, college. I know sometimes people say college is important. I think at least some time in the university system is important if you can. If you can't, then you can't. You you do things as you can do them. But um, college is great because you can make sometimes key blunders that don't stay with you forever. Because once you're out of school and you're meeting influential people and, and they kind of expect you to have a certain amount of aptitude and amount of knowledge, key blunders are you can be late for a gig, really late for a gig in college, and, and they'll, they'll forgive you. But, you know, you, if I'm late for Letterman, that's not good. And so, um, so like, little things, you can make little mistakes in college and learn from those mistakes and then not have to have them follow you your whole life in the same way. So to me, in that way, college is very good. Um, but sometimes, like, like we say, you know, in college – the person teaching you may not be TPK for what you want, but they're your teacher, and so the question is, how do you deal with that? And the, re- and the reality is, we are have to be responsible for a bit of our own education. You know, sometimes we have to say to a, to our school, "Hey, we want this person to come into our school and work with us," because schools kind of they look after each other, and and I'm, it makes sense. You know, this teacher looks after that teacher over there, and this professor looks after that professor, and and I mm-hmm. get it, and I know that sometimes they don't want outside influence coming in for whatever reasons, but. Um, because that does exist, sometimes students have to take it upon themselves and say, hey, look, I paid a lot of money to be here. And these are the things that I realize I need to have while I'm here to do well when I get out of here. So I need this added to our system. You know, a lot of times they have systems. They have um, series, lecture series or things like that or guests. But they'll bring in certain people they've kind of already planned to. So students have to step up and say N- no I want we want this person or we want this thing and if you know if, because otherwise the university' will just do what they've always been doing but you know but they need but they also need students to step up and say I want this because how do they know they can't they can't read your mind if you're a student mm-hmm. So you have to be able to speak your mind up you
1: know? yeah and really knowing what you want yeah. writing it down I, I, I like we kind of went over that before mm-hmm. yeah what does the perfect like life looks like? For you, yeah. yeah. What car, what house, where, what does it feel like? What is it, you know, yeah, you need yeah, to should know. should feel good,
2: right? Yeah, oh,
1: yeah. You're like, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll
2: t- yeah, I'll take that. If mean, <laughs> they on TV and uh, and then traveling all over the world on our time off, yeah, I'll take
1: that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, just really taking a look of what, what is the dream? What is that? What does that look like for you? It is different for and, every and, person, and, that's yeah, for sure. yeah, Yeah, And and how are you going to get there? Mm. And this book definitely get you there
0: prepares you for uh for real life opportunity yeah because if you're late for letterman you're fired yeah, yeah. so i, I don't Just I, not and, good. and i think the school if you go to school they don't really uh teach you and prepare you for a real life situation and when you get into that you you're lost a little bit even though you got all that mm-hmm. six or ten years of education all of a sudden you're in the band and you're
2: like oh man well it's like yeah i learned like- all over school it's almost like school gives you like the the tennis court right and and a ball but they don't give you the racket yeah and so you got to you got to you got to figure out how to get your own racket and that's why TPK mentors are so important i mean the school gives you a place to play so it's like if you have a racket well then yeah you have a court and a limited number of balls then you're cool but without a racket you know, you're just standing on a court, and that's kind of what it's like for a lot of students. And, and then after a few years of just standing on the court, then they see they see people play around them. They don't get to play really, and they wonder why when they get out of school they're not really prepared. Well, school is you're supposed to push off school, and school pushes back. I always say it's like if a person stands between two buildings, they can't climb it very well. But if they can have another person standing back to back and they push off each other, they can climb straight to the top of that. The top of that building. School is like that. It's like you have to do your part and then they do their part and you can get there. But many people go to school and they go, okay, I'm here make me great
1: make me great yeah, yeah it's like, that's not how that it
2: works It's never been how that works you know
1: <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah this...
2: slipping through the you know what i mean it's like here i
1: am you know oh my goodness yeah, yeah. this is you, and you think
2: it makes sense because so, you paid all that money to be there it's oh, like yeah, okay yeah. man i just paid a bunch of money give so me something supposed
1: to do something yeah like, but, but you know we
2: talked about this they need your help it's like people say when i talk to them what do you want to do and they say i want to play it's like telling somebody that it's about as specific as going to a restaurant, and the waiter says, what would you like? And you say, I like the food, please. It's like, what is the waiter <laughs> supposed to do with that? It's like, how many, well, now you're making me work hard. Okay, now, okay, what do you want to play? The trumpet. Oh, goodness. Okay, do you want to play jazz? Sure. Okay, does that mean yes, or, you know, I want to play, I want to play, cl- I want to play everything. It's like, okay, name me three people that are playing everything. Crickets. Right? Because they, they can't find exactly. them. Right? So it's like, if you can't yes. find three people that are kind of already doing it, chances are it may not really be doable that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. You should be able to at least find three. You yeah. I mean? Like, you want to tell me you want to move to New York and play trumpet on Broadway? Well, there are 20 guys doing that. Or maybe 20 people, not, not all men, but 20 yeah. people doing that. So finding three is no problem. Yeah. Now, how to get into that 20, that's also in the book. <laughs> but, you know, but... But you know, at least you know there's a chance, you know. But you know, I wanna I wanna be an underwater basket weaver on the moon. I think that's great. I mean, first of all, good luck finding someone that wants to buy that. But you know you know, but you know see, find me three that aren't dead. Exactly. <laughs> exactly.
1: And it is is beautiful the way that you put the book together. I, I I've gotten it on Kindle and and the hard copy as well. <laughs> I love you. Uh, <laughs> I love you. Do it so, yeah, exactly. You need 50 people and your friends to do that. Uh, hashtag TPK. TPK. Uh, <laughs> um, TPK. Yeah, it, it's a very easy read. Let's get into the format and why that like just one page like per point. Kind of. And I did that because, you know,
2: sometimes when you're looking at a book and you're trying to learn new stuff, it's like, was that on this page? And you dogger it. Was that on this page or was that on that page? And you have to mm-hmm. go back. I figured if everything's just right in front of you and you turn the page the next page is just right in front of you, you're reading the book kind of like you'd read Kindle, right? Mm-hmm. There's no left There's no left side of the page. It's either, yeah. it's just right in front of you all the time. I wanted to just make it so that plus each idea, for the most part, is on one page.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah.
2: you can, so because let's get into this thing we talked about. Um there's this thing called let's see, make sure I get this right it's like, it's called chunking and locking, right We want to chunk and lock, right? You take a little of information, a chunk of information, and you lock it into place and we're talking about how people you say what's five plus five people say ten, ten. because we learned it like this one plus one, this two plus two, two four, three plus three four five six, then five plus five uh, we uh, uh, and so we chunked it that way so it made it very easy to lock it into our brains. but like, for instance, but we can learn something like how to drive a stick shift car or how to ride a bicycle. Now, we know how to ride it. We just learned today. But you're not going to go get in traffic and drive through a city on a bike you just learned to ride today, right? No. Because it's not locked in yet. It's not part of your autopilot. And typically, as humans, to quote Mel Rod- Mel Robbins, she talks about autopilot and brake. It's like most of us like to work on autopilot and if anything comes along that's not part of our autopilot, we kind of freak out a little bit. I think it's <laughs> yeah, part of the sure. human experience. And so it's very true. the reason I wrote this like this is so like a new idea, like guesses make messes. Mm-hmm. I want that to be automatic in someone's mind so that when they're about to make an assumption about something, they can stop and go... Is this TPK information or is this me guessing this? Because this is me guessing this. I need to stop and go get some TPK information. Uh-huh. Because, because I, I remember what he said in my clinic about taking the GPS and throwing and guessing. And, and I know my friends did just that. The ones that are working at Taco Bell. Nothing against Taco Bell. But <laughs> the that, you know, they don't want
1: to work at Taco uh, Bell. The ones that are, that not are, doing what they want to do.
2: The yeah. ones definitely. That, their game plan was full of guessing. So once they hear guesses make messes in their mind and it's locked in, it's chunked in, guesses make messes, now it's locked in, they can start to, like, undo the problems that causes so many problems. And so all of a sudden, they find themselves in a completely different route just because they stopped guessing. Just something as simple as that.
1: Yeah. Awareness.
2: Just, yep. Yeah. Awareness. Get, getting but
1: awareness from TPK, though, from those who are proving the knowledge of what you want, we want to get into. Yep. So...
2: And it's crazy because the awareness is almost a complete unawareness. Like you're not aware that you know 5 plus 5, do you? Are you? Yeah. You just do. <laughs> you just do, yeah. But there was a time when you when you didn't right. know Hold it, and up. that How process of learning it was you were completely aware of learning it. Uh-huh. But once it was locked, it, it goes in your back of your mind, and it's autopilot now. Yeah, it mm-hmm. became simple,
0: right, all of a sudden.
2: And, it, and that's why that's why I did this book like this. So what people are doing is they're taking a page or two, and they're putting a paper clip on, and they're just repeating it to themselves over and over to, to chunk it. They take that chunk of information from the page, and they're locking it in. Yeah. And so that, you know, it's little, little things, you know, that are like that. Guesses make messes, you know, or make sure to, is this TPK knowledge, you know, just stuff like that. It gets locked in so uh-huh. that they, they never have to learn it again because it just becomes part of their natural inclination Is to, hey, I want to learn how to bowl. And they and they find someone who's a great bowler, and they told that we don't have to go through all the other rigmarole and headaches of having to get everything wrong, unlearn all that wrong stuff, and then relearn the right stuff. It's like who has enough time in life to do all that,
1: Uh all
2: that unlearning? And I mean, it's so frustrating.
1: Yeah, yeah, bad habits you formed with it, yeah. Uh
2: it takes a, it takes enough time sometimes just to go through the process, <laughs> the right? Then yeah. it take then to, take, to, to go one mile the wrong way, one mile back the right way, and then one mile the right. So for every one mile you have to go three miles, and you right. wonder why your friends that are doing it the right way are ditching it. Oh, uh, Yeah. And then they're successful, and years later you're figure out why, why are they doing this, and I'm I'm sweeping the floor in the movie theater. It's because they didn't have to unlearn, and then relearn it the right way. They just learned it the right way the first time by chunking and locking.
1: Man.
0: <laughs> decisions. Yeah. Life decisions. Yeah. yeah.
1: I again you could take it to anything, to business, to ever I mean, just all facets Plain of life. So this is uh this yeah, this book just covers it. Are you well, really
2: I'll tell you my I told you I just had a one of my younger students, she she calls it her ninja success training. Ah, exactly. I love that. Ninja exactly. Training.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's such an easy read. Uh yeah, we gotta get this on audiobook. That's our next that's, our that's next the next interview. move we gotta do. Cause wow, yeah. It it's so quick and easy and make it makes, so it's you're practical. That's why we I love talking to Frank, cause he's insane. Just pra- when you're practical, I'm all about it. But when you're just like, you gotta go, you gotta think.
0: Sounds yeah. like a bunch of excuses. It's just, it's yeah. just not that hard. You know, people
2: make it so hard, it's not really that hard. If it was hard, I'm a kid from San Jose. I wouldn't be doing it, you you kidding me.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just you just give uh, all the good stuff. Um, was um, Anything else you wanted to, to cover? Um, um, I, I think that what was pretty it was... much it we
2: were kind of talking about you know what you and I talked about just like the idea of tamping it up you know how sometimes when oh, there yes. are people out there that even if they see you're on this path sometimes they, they don't. especially when you start doing this path I've had a few students that have had that once they kind of started working with me and they went back to school their friends could see how you know, it's like when a, when a sports car starts passing a regular car and they, <laughs> it's like one foot two foot three foot they start to see their friends now are like leaving because they're, they're getting more and more opportunities and their friends, are getting, their friends are getting less opportunity. When they start feeling that, they try to do things to maybe sabotage you. Sometimes, you know, frenemies are real. You know, people that don't, they like you, but they don't really want you to be more successful than they are. You know, they kind of want you to take them along for the ride. And if you can't, they'll, they might try to hurt So sometimes people will tell you, we, we joke about, about tamp it down. Hey, tamp it down. Tamp it you know, down. Don't, don't be so successful. <laughs> you know, tamp it down. So you and I started saying on this last tour. Oh, you know, yes. Just, just tamp, tamp, tamp it up. It up. Yeah.
1: Tamp it up. That, uh, we're, we're looking to make that a series ourselves. Yeah, so, yeah, up. tamp it up, man. <laughs> you know, you, you can't take your foot off the gas pedal with learning and doing and getting stuff done. I mean, there's always stuff to do. Yeah, I mean, is, it's if just
2: you're on your way from New York, New York to Disney World, you just want to be there and ride some rides. So if you're driving, you going to take your foot off the gas. Yeah. Gotta, you want to get there sooner. I mean, hello.
1: <laughs> Exactly. So tamping it up, Tamp it up me, no. me and yeah. me and Frank, we we <laughs> we're, we're we're taking this to to some colleges near you. And uh, man, I I'm so excited because the the tips that he's put into this book is just. Man, I wish I would have had this when I was younger as well. Like we all say that. Well, based yeah, on the idea. life experience, yeah, and, too. Yeah, 18 and not really. Like, I knew I wanted to do, it, you know, audio, but I didn't really know how. And, the stri- like, how do you talk to a mentor? What do they want? I I had no idea. And, and it took me years to figure that out. And this book just, like, laid it down. It's like, oh, okay. Wow,
2: that was the hope. So I hope people
1: <laughs> read get This makes sense. This <laughs> is why I never heard anything back those first couple of years. <laughs> <laughs> To do stuff first, mm. yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, wow, thank you so much, Frank, for being thank on the you. show. Uh, please get this book. You you, you want to be successful in anything audio, musician, politician? Well, <laughs> well, we'll see. We'll see about that. Yeah. <laughs> Find a TPK in that movement, mm-hmm. but. uh <laughs> But uh, wow, thank you so much, Frank. You just laid a thank whole gold gold rush uh, of of knowledge here. And please get the book to follow up on this knowledge again. Thank you. The name of this book is "I Knew That." 116 Thoughts That You Already Know That Will Change Your Life. It's a- available on Amazon Kindle. I have it on both. Get it on yes. both. And we're going to come out with the audio book soon through 23 so, DV. So yes. uh, we, we it's all in house, baby. Let's go. We're tamping it up and we're going <laughs> uh,
0: all the way up.
1: <laughs> Thank you again for listening to the art of music tech. Um, listen to us on iTunes, uh, Spotify, YouTube, iHeartRadio, uh radio, 23 DV com. Uh, oh, Frank! Do you, um, what's your social? That anybody wants to get in touch with you or or find out more about you? Or?
2: Um, I have a coaching page on yeah. on Facebook. People can uh, message me there. They can message me at Frank David Green on on Facebook. People, most people re- reach out to me on Facebook at first.
1: All right, fantastic! Facebook is the way to get in touch with Frank and his wow his valuable knowledge. But first, start off with that book. Uh, yeah, I really like that. <laughs> yes. yes. <Let's> Very, cool. <laughs> so thanks again. Uh, I'm Faye and over there is Dennis. Hey, guys. And Frank. Hey. All hey, right. You. Thanks again for listening, and let's go and let's tamp it go. up.
0: Tamp it up. Let's
1: go. For more information of booking 23DB Productions, visit their website at 23dbproductions.com like and follow 23db productions at instagram facebook
0: youtube and twitter for the latest work